Welcome to the Albany Update with Reverend Jason J. McGuire, Executive Director of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. Now with this week's Albany Update, here's Jason McGuire. Hello and welcome to today's program. Now that we're about a month after the end of the 2021 legislative session, our office has had opportunity to go back and compile a more comprehensive review of what the session entailed. So in today's program, I'll be going more in-depth as to what the 2021 legislative session looked like in Albany, New York. So let's get started. The New York State Legislature's 2021 regular legislative session came to a close on June 11th. Christian New Yorkers have cause for both deep relief and deep concern in regard to the actions taken by the legislature this year. The damage done by the legislature during the 2021 session was much less significant than the damage done in 2019, when the legislature passed a series of morally objectionable and ill-advised laws. Three major issues dominated the political landscape in Albany during the 2021 legislative session. The first was the COVID-19 pandemic. As of June 30th, the state of New York reports that 42,972 New Yorkers have lost their lives to COVID-19. Many who survived bouts with the coronavirus experience ongoing health challenges. New Yorkers have experienced grief, pain, loss, anxiety, depression, health problems, and financial stress due to the pandemic. The second major issue dominating Albany's political landscape during the 2021 legislative session was the May 25th death of George Floyd, an unarmed African-American man in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Floyd's death, together with the ensuing protests, led New York policymakers in 2021 to continue to focus on measures that they believe would curb police abuse and promote fairness in the criminal justice system. The third issue dominating Albany's political landscape in 2021 is the firestorm of controversy surrounding Governor Andrew Cuomo. Governor Cuomo's political weakness has left a power vacuum in New York government and appears to have made him less focused than usual on pushing his own policy agenda. As a result, this year's session could be described as unfocused and meandering. The session did not have a significant effect upon New York's public policies in regard to the protection of human life. Several anti-life bills were considered, but none were passed. Our March 2021 Digital Day of Action highlighted the dangers of the Pregnancy Center Report Bill. This bill would empower the state to harass pro-life pregnancy centers with intrusive information requests. The Pregnancy Center Report Bill did receive committee consideration in the Assembly. It was approved by the Assembly Committees on Health, Ways and Means, and Rules, respectively. The bill was placed on third reading, which means that it could receive a vote from the full Assembly. That vote did not take place. The bill made no progress in the State Senate. The non-passage of the Pregnancy Center Report Bill is a victory for life in 2021. However, pro-life New Yorkers should continue to watch the bill carefully. Another significant pro-life victory is the continued failure of physician-assisted suicide legislation. This bill is not gaining traction in Albany as of yet, and for the fifth consecutive year, physician-assisted suicide failed to be approved by a single legislative committee. Christian New Yorkers should give thanks and redouble our efforts to continue to fight this destructive proposal. 
Three anti-life bills of concern made progress in 2021, although none of them became law. The first is legislation which would allow the Department of Health to regulate the storage of frozen embryos. This bill reached third reading in the Assembly, which again means it could have seen a floor vote, but it didn't. The second is legislation which would allow healthcare agents to withhold food and water from patients in certain circumstances. This bill was approved by the Assembly Health Committee. The third is the Public University Emergency Contraception Education Act. This bill would require New York's public colleges and universities to display posters and disseminate informational materials promoting so-called emergency contraception measures that can cause early abortions. This legislation reached third reading in the Senate, so again, it could have seen a floor vote, but it didn't. We're thankful that on the issues of protecting human life, we saw many victories during the 2021 legislative session. Some progress was made in 2021 with regard to family policy in New York. Our organization is pleased to note that legislation which would provide for the creation of four recovery centers offering specialized treatment to drug-addicted infants passed the New York State Senate. It is hoped that this bill will make it across the finish line and become law in 2022. Furthermore, a pro-family bill allowing caregiving visitors to have access to nursing home residents during public health emergencies was signed into law. And thankfully, legislation that would make comprehensive sex education mandatory in public schools, a bill that our organization opposed, failed to advance in 2021. One family-related setback is legislation which would move the minimum marital age from 17 to 18. The bill passed both houses, and at the time of this recording, it awaits consideration by Governor Andrew Cuomo. New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms oppose this bill because it raises the age of marriage without raising the age of consent to sexual intercourse, which is currently 17. So in other words, the state has a policy that would promote premarital sexual activity and would not allow those same 17-year-olds to enter into a marital relationship. There's also legislation which would bar judges in child custody cases from ordering parents not to undergo so-called sex change surgeries. It passed the Senate, but it did not pass the Assembly. Because the 2020 legislative session was cut short by the COVID-19 pandemic, we did not publish a report on the 2020 legislative session. It should be noted, however, that New York's biggest legislative setback in 2020 was the legalization of paid surrogacy. For several years, Christians and others had advocated against allowing women's wombs to be rented. Pregnancy should not be a contracted service, and babies are not consumer goods. May God have mercy on our state for continuing to ignore his design for marriage, family, and childbearing. The 2021 session did not feature a great deal of legislative activity regarding issues of religious liberty. However, due to heavy-handed executive actions taken by Governor Cuomo that prevented churches from meeting during the COVID-19 pandemic, Christians and other persons of faith sought relief through the court system on multiple occasions. On the legislative front, we are pleased to report that legislation which would apply controversial LGBT provisions of the Dignity for All Students Act to Christian schools made no progress in 2021. Legislation which would allow greater state involvement in non-public schools, including our Christian schools, 
under the guise of promoting substantially equivalent education, also made no progress. We're thankful that these two dangerous and objectionable bills did not receive serious consideration. Also, legislation which would allow churches and other nonprofit organizations to apply for property tax exemption immediately upon the acquisition of real estate was approved by the Real Property Taxation Committee. Our organization applauds the forward movement on this legislation and encourages the legislature to pass this bill in 2022. And finally, on the religious liberty front, legislation which would streamline the government approval process for certain sales of real estate by churches did not advance. This bill has been proposed for many years, and we hope that the legislature will see its merit and pass it quickly. Most legislative activity of interest to Christian New Yorkers in 2021 centered on the category of justice and mercy. Several damaging laws were passed by the legislature on topics ranging from prostitution to gambling to marijuana to transgenderism. Our ministry is saddened by the legalization of the commercial sale of recreational marijuana. The passage of the MRTA, as the legislation was referred to, will not remedy any social injustices. Rather, it will likely lead to increased marijuana addiction, marijuana-related health problems, more car accidents, and the continued existence of a market for illegal marijuana sales. The state of New York also took a step in the direction of legalizing prostitution by passing legislation that repealed Penal Law Section 247, which banned loitering in a public place for the purpose of engaging in prostitution, patronizing a person for prostitution, or promoting prostitution. This law will make it more difficult to police areas where prostitution is common. The state of New York continued its unhealthy relationship with the gambling industry by including mobile sports betting legislation within the 2021 state budget. There may still be court action on that particular measure. The passage of the Gender Recognition Act is a step in the wrong direction with regard to issues of gender identity. An identifying document, such as a birth certificate or a driver's license, should state a person's biological sex. It should not state subjective beliefs about a person's gender identity when those beliefs are flatly contradicted by biological reality. And we are pleased that the New York Health Act did not pass either house of the legislature. This is the government-run socialized medicine at the state level that we've been talking about. It would essentially eliminate all private insurance and move every New Yorker to a public health plan known as the New York Health Act. It did not gain traction this legislative session. Our organization is encouraged by some progress in the area of justice and mercy. There was legislation which would make the Nourish New York program permanent, and it passed both the Senate and the Assembly and awaits action by Governor Andrew Cuomo. You may remember that this was an action alert item in our 2021 Digital Day of Action. The Nourish New York program, which has helped New Yorkers experiencing food insecurity, gives farmers an opportunity to sell excess food. It allowed food pantries to restock their shelves and decreased food waste. And we're hoping it will be made permanent upon Governor Andrew Cuomo's anticipated signature. Other positive steps include the Donor Privacy Protection Act, which passed both houses of the legislature, a bill providing for essential support persons for the hospitalized disabled. That also passed both houses. 
an extension of the Interagency Task Force on Human Trafficking. It not only passed both houses, but has already been signed by Governor Cuomo. And a bill vacating convictions for offenses that resulted from being a victim of sex trafficking. This has also passed both houses and will eventually be sent to the governor's desk. It should be noted that five constitutional amendments, two of them related to elections and voting, were passed by the legislature and will appear on the election day ballot in November. New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms is grateful for the legislative progress made in 2021. We encourage all New Yorkers to become informed, active participants in the political process. And while the state of New York in 2021 is a challenging environment for Christians, it is important that we continue to work together in an effort to thwart ungodly public policies. And in our final minute or so of the program, I want to pause and first give thanks to God for these victories. You know, the makeup of the legislatures we so often talk about are Democratic supermajorities. It's two-third Democrat-controlled to one-third Republican. And so if the Democrats want to move any particular piece of legislation, they can do so without Republican support. And frankly, even if every Republican opposes it, Democrats can still accomplish whatever they want at will. Despite the steep odds, God saw fit to give our organization great victories in many fronts. While we didn't win every battle, we won many. And we're thankful to all of you who have been financially supporting, you've been praying, you've been participating in the process. You are a part of this victory as well. Thank you for your support. You have been listening to the Albany Update, hosted by the Reverend Jason J. McGuire, Executive Director of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms exists to influence legislation and legislators for the Lord Jesus Christ. To learn more about this ministry, issues you've heard on the program, or to make a financial contribution in support of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms, visit albanyupdate.com or call 585-225-2340. Additionally, you can mail correspondence to P.O. Box 107, Spencerport, New York, 14559. You can receive the latest legislative updates at facebook.com slash albanyupdate. Follow New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms on Twitter at Albany Update or sign up to receive the weekly Albany Update email by texting the word FREEDOM to 22828.